Welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk, where sales leaders go for advice, tips, and resources to hire high-performing sales talent. If you find the hiring process challenging or have been disappointed when a hire couldn't sell, you're not alone. Make your sales hiring interviews rock with Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Here are your co-hosts, Jennifer Leak and Suzanne Paling. This is part two of our four-part series with Shelley Billinghurst, president of Higher Value, Inc., She and her partner, Serge Boudreau, also have a podcast called The Recruitment Flex that we encourage you to check out. We continue our conversation with Shelly today as she tells us why posting a job description is a big mistake. You need a compelling job ad instead. Listen as she shares her secret weapon on how to do that. Shelly, one of the most, I think, underused, underappreciated tools in recruiting with people is having a job posting that attracts the kind of people you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You have a secret weapon that I would hope you would share with our Mm -hmm. listeners, and that is how to have a kick-ass job posting. Mm -hmm. I love that term. I hope no one out there in listener land is offended by us using a curse word. I do apologize. However, it does connotate that there is something different about this. So there are a few things to really think about before you post your job ad. So I've worked in both the executive search world as well as corporate recruiting. And here's what I can tell you is when there's a vacancy, the hiring leader is in a panic. Post the job, post the job, just get the job posted. So what do they end up doing? They post a job description. If there is one thing that is going to cause your eyes to feel like you've got sandpaper in them is a job description that has anywhere from 15 to 35 bullet points. Uh, Jan, how does that create any sort of attraction? Well, let's, let's dial it back here for a second. If you're posting a job description, a job description's purpose and function is to legally protect the organization from when you need to terminate an employee for non-performance. Okay, so why are we using this document as a public-facing way of saying, hey, come work here? First, ask, please, everyone, stop posting job descriptions. Job ads need to be your finest hour of why somebody would want to work. Why would I quit my job where I am today and come work for you? Well, let's answer that. First of all, does the job posting even sound like something I'd be interested in doing? And we're going to stay on, obviously, sales hiring. Correct me if I'm wrong. Jennifer, Suzanne, jump in here anytime. Have you ever seen a job posting that doesn't say must have excellent written and verbal communication? No, they all have it. And what does it mean? Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) That is exactly where I'm going. You guys are playing into my hand here. And a lot of salespeople aren't particularly good writers. Right. How ironic is that we're asking you, the candidate, to have excellent written and verbal communication, but yet we can't write a sentence to save our lives that explains what do we mean by that? Just a bit ironic, but it certainly, if that were a line in a job description is going to save our bacon when somebody's not cutting it and we need to let them go. So let's talk about that. If you were to say that somebody needs the extraordinary ability to communicate with people at all levels, open, honest, trusting. It appears effortless for you to find the perfect words to bring an idea to life. Does that describe communication? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Would that be a great description of when you think about the most successful salespeople you have ever had the honor to work with? Does that not describe them? Yes, they relate to people on all levels. They make it look so effortless Mm -hmm. to explain complex ideas. Mm -hmm. Love it. So that's what I mean by having a, a job ad that accurately describes who you are ideally looking for. And being able to include that because here's in in my years of recruiting, here's when I know I've found the ideal candidate. They say to me, I read your job ad and it's like you wrote it for me. That's what they say to me. They've read it and they see like, I don't just say excellent written verbal communication. No, they read it and they say, that describes me. As a matter of fact, in my last performance review, my sales leader told me that I just have that ability to tell a good story and clients understand it's I'm solving a problem, but I'm not doing it in a tacky or feeling like you're really strong arming someone to buy your product. Right. And so here's, are are you ready, Jennifer, Suzanne, here's the secret weapon. Okay. There is a book called Strengths Finder that was written based on the Gallup organization's I don't know, I think somewhere north of 20 years of surveys and survey data. So what they did was they compiled it and they said, you know, I think most people, people can kind of be categorized into five things that they're really good at. If you understand the the five things that, that make a salesperson really good at what they do and describe that in your job ad, that's what we're trying to do. So Jennifer, I know you have tremendous depth in being able to assess what are the characteristics and attributes. So if we turn to our books, The Strengths Finder, and let's say we've decided that this particular organization that you're working with finds that everyone within their team has a common thread, and that thread may be a woo factor. Woo is defined as the ability to win others over. It's that love of meeting new people. Never, There's no such thing as strangers. Nobody's intimidating to them. So now if we go back with that information and we embed that into how we advertise, we will attract those kind of people. Yes, it would attract me because that was one of my strength finder scores. (laughs) It's the only one I remember. You're talking about making posts compelling to candidates. Is there some wordings that you have found sales candidates do find compelling? Absolutely. Even Um, if they've not read the book. (laughs) Even if they've not read the book. So if we think about, and you know, in my career, I have interviewed, I think conservatively, well over 10,000 people. And of those, now I wasn't specifically focused on sales. I've certainly recruited in every job family. But one of the questions I love to ask people is, why did you choose this line of work? And so what I have over time is like this big, I guess, um, database in my brain about what motivates people to choose this line of work. And so one of those things is that they're just naturally competitive. And I don't mean that in a, I'm going to race you (laughs) to the corner, you know, like how you did when you were kids, like I'll race you. If you were to describe in your job ad, and this is something that I have heard most, most often, is that to describe the successful person in this role is someone who's just instinctively aware of other people's performance. And, and it's your yardstick. It is your own yardstick of measuring yourself. And even if you are the most successful at what you do, 
if you don't outperform somebody else, it feels like your victory feels hollow. That's deeply personal, but it is a consistent theme when recruiting sales talent. We sometimes look at competitiveness in a negative light, or some people do. And sometimes during the interview process, people try to hide their competitive nature. And I wonder about your thoughts on that. Why do you think that is? Why do you think we've made it sound like they're going to grab a bat and a ball and make us all run around the bases? I think we're we're becoming overly sensitive to what may be considered stereotyping or bias. Is it a bias or a stereotype that salespeople are just naturally competitive or are we just going to be open about it? Like we don't want the candidate to feel that it's a risk if they admit that they are competitive by nature. Which it sounds they feel sometimes that it is. Yes. And so I think it comes down to how we ask the question. And if that is truly one of the characteristics on, and again, every sales team may be slightly different. Mm -hmm. Some may feel that they don't want to add that, um, you know, everybody, everybody that works here played competitive soccer or hockey. That's not what we're talking about. We're Mm -hmm. talking about when you measure your own success, how do you know? Like, do you need to be like, I know I'm doing well because I'm always in the top three. Okay. Simple answer. It tells us that they are part of their success or victory is because it's measured. In closing, Shelly, the last thing you want to share with listeners on their job uh, posting, mm-hmm. not a job description. And what would you say that they should take away from this? What's the key thing for that secret weapon so that they say you wrote this with me in mind? I would say be ultra clear on the ideal profile of who you are looking for. Because if you understand the characteristics, the hard part of recruiting is not reading the resume. Yeah, it can be exhausting, especially if you've got thousands of applicants. That's not hard. As a matter of fact, I think there's technology that'll do it for you. The hard part is really appealing to someone who chooses this line of work. They have dedicated their professional life to be in sales, and you are able to articulate that you can offer that at your organization. And your job ad needs to say that. And it needs to speak to that one person. Even if there are, say, a dozen sales reps in a region, you hire one human being at a time. And that's all you need. You can't do 10 at a time. Well, you can, and then nine of them will leave. (laughs) So what my message is, treat it in the, the power of one. This ad is written for the one person we are going to hire. Yes, this ad can be universal and advertised in five regions, but as you approach this, it is written to that ideal profile. Thank you, Shelley, for these great insights on how to create the best way of saying, come work here, as well as the importance of being ultra clear on who you want to hire. If you missed our first podcast with Shelley talking about the current labor market, you can find it at saleshiringstraighttalk.com, as well as many other podcasts to help make your sales hiring interviews rock. We're here to be a resource for you. Visit saleshiringstraighttalk.com to listen to more episodes in the growing podcast library. Sales Hiring Straight Talk, so your sales hiring interviews rock. 